0: It loves a good plot twist. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. The Peter Schiff Show. We also got news that enrollment for Obamacare, this is their forecast enrollment for 2015, that it's going to be about 30% less than the official estimates were. The CBO originally predicted that 13 million Americans would be enrolled by April. Um, Or that was the the, the forecast for 2015, rather, was first made in April of 2014 by the CBO. They were estimating that uh, by 2015, uh, there'd be 13 million. Now they're lowering their projections to 9.9 million. But I think the big news on the week on Obamacare had to do with uh, this MIT professor, Jonathan Gruber, who is one of the architects of Obamacare, basically having his Mitt Romney moment. And that's when you're caught on tape saying something that's truthful, saying something that you believe, but you didn't realize that it was being recorded or you said it in a public forum and you regret making the statements in public. You don't regret um, having the thoughts uh, you just re- regret uh, expressing them in a way that people can actually hear it. And that's what actually happened to this guy, Jonathan Gruber, who was on MSNBC also apologizing, not really for what he said, but for having said it uh, in, in that forum. The comment, the video were made at an academic conference. I was speeding off, speaking off the cuff, and I basically spoke inappropriately, and uh, I regret having made those comments. He said, well, I was speaking off the cuff, but he didn't say that. You know, I wasn't speaking honestly. He his, He's regretting what he said. And what did he say that got him in so much hot water? This bill was written in a tortured way to make sure CBO did not score the mandate as taxes. Lack of transparency is a huge political advantage. And basically, you know, call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. But basically, that was really, really critical to getting the thing to pass. He basically says, look, we couldn't have told the voters the truth because the voters never would have... Uh, accepted Obamacare had they been told the truth. And the reason he says we can't um, tell the voters the truth is because they can't handle the truth because they're too stupid. Now, that's one thing I actually agree with. I do think that uh, the average American who's voting is probably not smart enough to really understand economics. But what this guy is saying is they weren't smart enough to understand how good Obamacare is even though on the surface it seems so bad. But in this case, the average American is smarter than this MIT professor because Jonathan Gruber is convinced that Obamacare is good for the nation, even though he's also convinced that had he spoke truthfully about how good Obamacare was, it never would have passed because the public wouldn't have approved it. So basically, he said that they had to pretend that the penalty was Uh, not a tax, because the public never would have accepted Obamacare had it come with higher taxes. And so in order to avoid the higher taxes, uh, they basically disguised uh, the tax as a penalty. But also, he said that another thing that they had to be dishonest about was the fact that healthier people were going to have to spend more money, pay more money for their health insurance in order to subsidize uh, the sick. In terms of risk-rated subsidies, if you had a law which said healthy people are going to pay in, it made explicit that healthy people pay in and sick people get money, it would not have passed. You see, remember the whole part, the whole point of Obamacare, when when President Obama was selling it to the nation, he told everybody, look, if you like your health care, you can keep it. If you have health insurance that you like, you're not going to have to pay any more. We're just going to bring all these people who don't have health insurance into the fold. Now, according to these comments by Jonathan Gruber, He knew at the time that that was a lie. He knew that if we passed Obamacare, young, healthy people were going to have to have a big increase in their insurance. But he said we couldn't say that. If we told Americans the truth, they were too dumb to realize or to see the big picture. All they would think about is, I don't want to pay more for my health insurance or I don't want to have to pay a tax if I don't buy it. And so it wouldn't have been passed. And so he admits that the only reason that Obamacare was passed was because the president lied to the dumb American voter, so that he would they would vote for it, even though it was going to impose impose higher health care costs on probably the vast majority of Americans who have health insurance. Now this should be a big deal. This should be a lot bigger than Mitt Romney's talk about how many people are you know living off the government, how many people are tax takers versus taxpayers. I mean, this is a a, a much bigger revelation because if, in fact, the Affordable Care Act was was written in a way uh, to confuse, not confuse, to lie, if they basically misrepresented. And I said this many times, that this bill was sold to the American public based on fraud, that if somebody did in the private sector what President Obama did as a candidate and as president, they would be in jail for fraud because fraud is saying something that you know is not true or withholding information that you knew if you divulged, right, would would cause a different action. Like if I'm trying to sell somebody a product and I lie to them and I tell them the product will do something that it won't, that's fraud. Or if I sell them a product and I have information about that product, And I know if I tell the buyer the information, he won't buy it. And so I withhold this information anyway, knowing that if the buyer had the information, he wouldn't buy the product. I'm committing fraud, right? I am fraudulently inducing somebody to enter into a transaction that if they had all the evidence, all the information, they would never enter into. So what Jonathan Gruber is admitting to is the fact that the administration, President Obama, knew that if he was truthful, with the American public, they never would have accepted Obamacare. They never would have bought what he was selling. And so they had to lie to the public. And why do they have to lie to the public? Why do they have to lie to the voters? Because they're idiots. They're too stupid to understand what's in their own interest. So we have to lie to them to get their votes. Again, this is far bigger. Imagine if, you know, uh, Obama, or not Obama, rather, imagine if Mitt Romney were, were caught talking about, you know, how stupid the average voter is, even even if that may be true, right? That's one of the things you can't talk about. I mean, and that's that's the reason that the founding fathers didn't want a democracy because they didn't want laws to be just put up to a vote because they knew the average person, uh, you know, was was probably was not smart enough to be uh, to be casting votes, right? That's why uh, voting was restricted to limit the suffrage so that they can have better government. They just didn't want everybody everybody voting because they might vote for dumb things like Obamacare. But in this case, had they been told the truth about Obamacare, as dumb as they are, they're not that dumb and they wouldn't have voted for it. And so here you had, you, you know, you had a lie. But imagine if uh, Mitt Romney had talked about, oh, we got to, you know, the voters are dumb. And so I have to lie to them. I can't tell them what I really want to do or they never would vote for me. So I'm going to lie to them. And then once I get elected, I'm going to do what I want. And, and in fact, that's in many cases what politicians always do. They never can tell the truth, right? They, they want to get elected. So they say whatever they need to say to get elected. And then hopefully you think when they are elected, they do what's right, not what's politically popular. right? Because usually what's right is politically unpopular. So a lot of times in order to get elected, you have to say things uh, that you, you know, just to get votes. And then if you're, if you're a better, pol- if you care about your country, once you are elected, you will actually govern for the good of the country. Not simply to get more votes and get reelected. but unfortunately, that's what that's what most politicians do. But imagine if a Republican, you know, any Republican was caught on camera talking about how dumb the average voter is, how stupid the average voter is, and how they have to lie to them in order to get them to, uh, you know, approve of what they want to do. I mean, this would be this would be a huge, huge story. So we'll see uh, if it gathers any more traction. You know, also by the way, on Obamacare, the Supreme Court again is going to have an opportunity. Uh, to uh, rule on the constitutionality of Obamacare. I think they blew it last time uh, with, the, uh, with, with, with the mandate, calling the, you know, the mandate a tax. I think they blew that decision. And plus, I think it's also an unapportioned direct tax. So the Supreme Court blew it last time. But they're going to have another opportunity because the, when they wrote Obamacare originally, there was an assumption made that the states were going to set up their exchanges. And so the law was written based on exchanges that were set up by the states, well, very few states set up exchanges, so the federal government set up exchanges in states where the states didn't do it, but there's nothing in the bill that authorizes it. So this is being challenged as, as illegal and constitutional because the bill was passed and statutes are relying on exchanges that were set up by the states. There is no authorization for the federal government to set up an exchange, and all of the the references are always to exchanges set up by the states. There is nothing regarding exchanges uh, set up by the federal government because that wasn't envisioned as part of the law. So I think this is yet another uh, reason that the, the bill needs to be uh, uh, you know, slashed down or you know, er- eradicated by the Supreme Court. So we'll see what happens. We're not going to get this uh, decision, I don't think, until uh, sometime next year. But it is a, a second chance for the, for the Supreme Court to make it right and to get rid of Obamacare, which, of course, if they do, it's not going to get resurrected because it's not going to get through uh, the uh, you know, re- Republican Congress. I read that an argument that the Obama administration is, is making and is going to make before the Supreme Court with respect to the language in the Affordable Care Act that specifically states that the exchanges are to be set up by the states, that the reference to set up by the states was just a typo that they didn't even mean to write it that way. It was just a typo, you know, kind of like a, like a spelling mistake. Uh, you know, I guess the, the architect of Obamacare thinks the American people are stupid. Well, apparently, uh, the lawyers arguing on behalf of the administration think the Supreme Court is also stupid. I mean, can anybody buy that? I mean, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the dog ate my homework. It was a typo. A typo? I don't think so. I mean, these are very deliberate words. But you know, maybe if they had proofread it, I mean, theoretically, if it was a typo, why didn't they catch it? The reason they didn't catch it is because they didn't even read it. Remember Nancy Pelosi? We got to pass the bill to find out what's in it. Well, if you pass it and you find out there's some typos, well, then tough. And you can't come back and argue that it's a typo because it's a specific meaning. Anybody can come back and change the meaning of a bill after the fact by claiming, well, we didn't mean to write it that way. It was a typo. We meant to write it a different way. Well, it wasn't passed a different way. It was passed that way. The language that was in it is what was passed. You can't amend the bill. If they want to amend it now, they got to write a new bill, which obviously is not going to get passed, especially now that the American public actually has a better understanding of what's involved. The only reason, again, that there was support for uh, Obamacare is because they were lied to by the President about what exactly was involved, what it was going to cost, and what it was p- going to provide, and now that they know the truth, and barely you know they they only got the tip of the iceberg. This thing is only going to get worse the longer you know the more more of it that gets implemented, so it would never get passed again, but now it 's here, and their their position is oh we 're stuck with it, and this is just a typo, and so you know. How many other typos are in there? Right? They're just gonna get the benefit of the doubt. Any anytime something doesn't work the way they planned it, they can go back and rewrite the bill and call it a typo. You know, the same the same argument with uh they made with the with the mandate. You know, they actually they didn't want to call it a tax, but that's exactly what they thought it was. They called it a penalty, but the Supreme Court had to pretend it was a tax in order to convolute some kind of uh, rationale for it, being un- for it being constitutional, even though even as a tax, it's still unconstitutional because it's a direct tax and it's not apportioned. But when they passed it, they thought it was a tax. They just didn't want to call it a tax because they thought that if they called it a tax, it wouldn't get passed. Just like if they were, if they leveled with people that their medical bills, their insurance was going to go up it wouldn't have been passed. That's why the president had to lie to pretend that if you liked your health care, you could keep it and that this is just going to add new health insurance for everybody else. You know, the comment, too, about how stupid the average American voter is, this is typical of the way liberals see Americans, not something about how they're not intelligent to understand, let's say, you know, economic principles or things like that, or, you know, like the average American doesn't understand how the minimum wage uh, destroys jobs. That's why you've got, you know, so much popularity. That's why so many people who are even voting Republican are voting to raise the minimum wage because they don't really understand. They haven't been uh, educated in a way to understand. They're, they're kind of expressing more of uh, their, their feelings, their emotions. Yes, it would be nice if people made more money, and they haven't really uh, thought about it all i believe that the average american who is in favor of raising the minimum wage uh, if i had a chance to speak to them about it long enough that i could change their mind although not everybody i guess i've tried to change some people's minds about that and have been unsuccessful but that's an example of you know americans not being intelligent enough to understand you know what's good policy and so we have bad laws because the average person doesn't know the law is bad. That's why you have minimum wage laws all around the country, uh, all around, not all around the world is because people around the world don't understand in a large enough number uh, in a democracy, they don't understand how bad the law is. But what the Democrats think when they talk about people being stupid, and this is something that, you know, I don't believe at all. I mean, I think that while Americans might not be smart enough to understand, um, the minimum wage law, they're certainly smart enough to understand how to make choices for themselves in their daily lives. And that's where the Democrats think Americans are a bunch of idiots, right? That's why the Democrats want to do everything for people. They want to take care of people. They want to pass all these laws because we're too stupid uh, to survive in, in a free market, right? They think that the average American is going to be exploited, is going to be taken advantage of, Uh, And therefore, he needs to be protected by government. Everything that we do, we need the government to protect us from our own stupidity. Right. Like in in my industry, in the brokerage industry, why do all the brokers need to be licensed and why do they have to uh, follow all these regulations? Because otherwise, the average American is too stupid and he's going to be conned and he's going to be ripped off by the brokerage firms. Uh, unless the government intervenes. And that's why you have regulation in all sorts of industries, because the government believes that the average American is too dumb to do any research, uh, that we can't let buyer beware because the buyer's an idiot. That's how the typical uh, Democrat views the, the average American, you know, the, the, the masses are asses as far as they're concerned. They're very arrogant and, and condescending when it comes to the average American. Of course, one of the reasons that maybe so many Americans are dumb is because they've, they've been educated in government schools. Uh, maybe if they were educated in a, in a free market environment, uh, we'd have a, a, a bright, brighter population. But again, the, the big point here is this is how uh, the left views average people. That They're the ones that need to make the decisions because the average person is too dumb. Right. Social security is premised on the fact that the average American is too dumb to save for his own retirement. And so the government should do it for them. You know, that's why when social security was first started, self-employed people didn't have to pay the taxes because the government assumed, well, if you're smart enough uh, to run your own business, then I guess you're smart enough to save. It was just the average worker who the Democrats thought was too stupid to save for their old age. Well, as it turns out, the government was too stupid to save also because the government didn't save a nickel of the Social Security tax it spent it all. But when it comes to making decisions for themselves, that's where I trust the public. I don't trust the public to make decisions for other people. That's what government wants to do. I don't think the average American is smart enough to know what somebody else should do. And so I don't think the average American is smart enough to, to make certain types of decisions, but... When it comes to their own lives, nobody knows better uh, what's best for them than themselves because you have a vested interest in in what's right. You don't need the government to protect you. We're not a bunch of little kids, right? Uh, we're adults. I mean, we do have laws that are, are there to protect children because the idea is that, well, children aren't smart enough to know right from wrong and to know what's in their own best interest because they haven't grown up yet. Well, the government treats all Americans, or the liberals, rather, the Democrats, they treat all Americans like little children. And that's in the case of Obamacare, right? The average American is too dumb to provide for himself. He's too dumb to buy his own health insurance. uh, And therefore, the government has to do it. And by the way, the average American is too dumb to realize how good this law is. So we're going to lie about it. So these idiot American voters vote for it anyway, Uh, Because if we told them the truth, they're not smart enough to understand. See, here is where they actually were smart enough to understand that it's no good. Because they could see for themselves the way it impacts their own choices and their own uh, pocketbook. Today's financial advisors behave like pro-wrestling TV commentators. They scream that the recovery is strong, debt is manageable, inflation is low, and that the Federal Reserve has everything under control.